0: Sunday of All Saints with Anna Dimitriou of the Greek Orthodox Ladies Group.
1: On the first Sunday after Pentecost, we celebrate all the saints of our church. The blood of the God-bearing martyrs, symbolically depicted as the purple and the fine linen in the matins, represents the sacrifice of their life as the first fruit offering of creation to the planter of creation. The entreaties of saints are important because because God listens to their petitions on our behalf. Abba Isaiah says that without the saints we cannot reach God. Why is it that Orthodox Christians believe they cannot go to the creator directly and reach him independently of the church in contrast to Protestant Christians who, who discredit tradition and favor individual interpretation of the Bible as a way of encountering the Lord. According to Isaías, without the saints we cannot have a personal encounter with our Lord. It is impossible to find God except through the saints, because they reveal God to us. They were the ones who found Christ a precious cornerstone and built themselves on Christ as chosen stones. They had a living experience of Christ's love, which gave them the strength to follow his path. When they forgot themselves and became dead to their old way of life, grace allowed them to experience the joy of angels. The witness of their faith softened hardened hearts because they themselves were authentic in their faith. Their love for each other and all people was unconditional and selfless. Only prayer and a holy life would have the power to touch heart and hearts. Christ himself, himself spoke of the need of sanctification, and for their sakes I sanctify myself that they may be the truth. So many souls were drawn to the faith when so few were mature enough to be able to appreciate the higher truths of Christ's message. St. John Chrysostom says that it would have been impossible if Christ himself had not planted the church. The spread of Christianity throughout the whole world was not a human feat. Humans had bad habits. They were enslaved to sin, and yet Christ managed to free them and us. The whole of creation from the snares of sin he did this without using weapons without mobilizing armies or inciting wars he did this beginning with 12 apostles who were insignificant naked unarmed with these lowly fishermen he managed to convince the nations to think differently not only in relation to how they lived their life but also how they saw the next life He managed to destroy ancestral laws and ancient habits and to plant new ones. He redirected man from striving to live an easy life and choosing a life filled with tribulations and difficulties and all this while he was being persecuted, while he himself had suffered the most humiliating and degrading death on the cross. After his resurrection... His disciples realized the crucified Christ was not a mere man, but the Son of God. And so, with fervent zeal, they spread the word throughout the world and preached the crucified Christ by confessing their faith simply, honestly, and humbly. They were believed by kings, commanders, leaders, freemen, servants, educated and illiterate, barbarians, and all the nations. And the strange thing is that what happened to Christ also happened to his followers. After their death, they were honoured and revered more than royalty. Thousands of pilgrims travelled to venerate martyrs, the tombs of, of martyrs and saints. In Rome, emperors, centurions, powerful army commanders flocked to the tombs of Peter, the fisherman, and Paul, the tent maker. In Constantinople, those who wore crowns did not want to be buried near the tombs of the apostles, but at the steps of the cathedrals built in honour of the apostles. So kings became the guardians of the fishermen, and they were not ashamed, but they and their descendants were proud to belong to the Christian faith. Christ had foreseen this when he had said to Peter, You are Peter and on this rock I will build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. This truly is miraculous because the spread of the church did not come into confrontation only with the ancient habits but with a pleasurable way of life. Its opponents were habit and pleasure. Those who followed Christianity accepted the new way of life Fasting replaced feasting, anger was replaced with meekness, a comfortable life was replaced with a harsh and difficult path. Those who embraced this difficult path had previously been seeked in the old way of life with its bad habits, and yet they became softer than clay. They were invited to follow Christ, and they met resistance from their communities and their own families because faith did not come at the same time to all members. Remarkably, even the newly enlightened did not lose faith, but instead became staunch in suffering, in imprisonment, in exile. And they even thanked their tormentors. And while seeing the blood of martyrs flowing, they were inspired more, even more in their faith. Martyrs throughout the earth, they moved their homes to the heavens and became imitators of Christ's suffering. Their light made earth heaven-like because they imitated Christ in his total submission to the will of the Father. St. Luke writes of the Apostles, Leaving courts they rejoiced that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. St. John Chrysostom, commenting on the miraculous spread of the early church during the persecutions, points out that the early church was not built with bricks but with souls, something that is so much harder because there is no comparison between building a wall and with convincing depraved souls to change their way of life and to abandon their mania and follow the path of virtue. The saints we celebrate today did this with the grace of the Holy Spirit. Like surgery, the Holy Spirit removed human passions and they became healers of mankind, having built the church on Christ, the unshakable foundation. This foundation has survived throughout the centuries despite constant persecutions. In recent history, in Russia, before the revolution, many knew the God of the cathedrals of the established church. When they found themselves deprived of their possessions, every comfort, church services, Christian fellowship, then only God remained for them in their total destitution. They discovered they could call on God the God who was not ashamed to have left his heavenly abode to become one with us. The mystery of our salvation was tied to this ultimate sacrifice of humility by the Son of God himself. This sacrifice was what produced a cloud of saints. Why is it that this God escapes us today? This God who is comprehensible to those who are destitute, alone, reviled and humbled. Why is it that so many people do not know how to find God when there is this cloud of witnesses? How many would find God if we did not conceal him and our zeal was that of the God-bearing confessors of faith who chanted with one voice, God is wondrous in his sense ah.
0: hope you've enjoyed this edition of the orthodox journey for more spiritually nourishing talks podcasts and articles to help you on your journey on the fast of the apostles visit our website at lychnos.org. that's l-y-c-h-n-o-s dot o-r-g